Welcome to Fables and Fairy Tales, where this week the story is... Fit for the Moon This story was written by me, and it's based on a folktale from Mexico. Here to read it to you, it is I, your storyteller, Chip Cahoon. This is part two, with more for the sun to do. If you missed everything before today, catch up at fablespodcast.co.uk. But if the story is with you, then let us continue. The sun had made a beautiful dress that was exactly size eight. Exactly the right size for the moon. He knew that because he'd measured her. And by getting her a dress that would fit her perfectly, he had now done all he needed for her to marry him. So, excitedly, the sun took the dress to the moon for her to try on. But when she did, the dress looked really baggy. Like, really baggy. The moon had to clutch the dress against her shoulders to stop it slipping off. The sun was confused. He measured the dress, and it was exactly size eight. Then he measured the moon again, and she was exactly size six. The sun felt a bit silly. He must have forgotten the right size. Or maybe he'd got confused because the number eight looks a bit like the number six. Whatever the reason, the sun knew he had to try again, to find some clothes that would fit the moon perfectly. He really wanted to marry her, so he wasn't going to give up. The sun knew that the moon also liked to wear skirts, so he flew back to Earth and sought something he could use to make a skirt that was exactly size... six. With his magic, the sun could make a skirt out of absolutely anything. On the earth, he saw the sands of the desert, a dazzling gold. He thought they were just what he needed. He flew over the sands, waved his hands and said, Let these sands get me out of this fix by making a skirt that's exactly size six. And, in a flash, the sands transformed into a skirt that was exactly size... six. Eagerly, the sun took the skirt to the moon for her to try on. But when she did, the skirt looked really baggy. Like, extremely baggy. The moon had to hold it up so it didn't slip past her waist. The sun was confused... He measured the skirt, and it was exactly size... six. Then he measured the moon again, and she was exactly size... four. The sun felt very silly. He must have forgotten the right size. How could he have mistaken the number six for the number four? Whatever the reason, the sun knew he had to try again to find some clothes that would fit the moon perfectly. He was desperate to marry her, so he would give it one more go. 
The sun knew that the moon also liked to wear trousers, so he flew back to Earth and sought out something he could use to make a pair of trousers that were exactly size four. With his magic, the sun could make trousers out of absolutely anything. On the Earth, he spotted some vivid white diamonds in the mountains. They were just what he needed. He flew over the diamonds, waved his hands, and said, "With these diamonds, I'll wait no more. Make me some trousers a perfect size four." And in a flash, the diamonds metamorphosed into some trousers that were exactly size four. Earnestly, the sun took the trousers to the moon for her to try on. But when she did, the trousers looked really baggy. I mean, excessively baggy. The moon had to grip them so they didn't slip past her waist, and she kept tripping over the floppy ends of the legs. The sun was confused. He measured the trousers, and they were exactly size four. Then he measured the moon again, and she was exactly size two. The sun felt deflated. He had tried and tried and earnestly endeavoured, but it seemed he couldn't fulfil the condition that the moon had given him. It seemed he wouldn't marry the woman of his dreams after all. The sun slinked away, sulking. Tears fizzled around his eyes. He had been so looking forward to marrying the moon. She was his best friend, and she was so beautiful. And, and, and the wedding would have been amazing. The sun dreamt about the wedding they would now never have. All of their friends would have been there. They would have eaten the most delicious party foods and had the biggest cake ever. It made the sun sad to think about how beautiful the moon would have looked in a wedding dress, with the veil covering up her face until that moment where he was allowed to kiss the bride. And suddenly, an idea popped into his head. That was part two of Fit for the Moon. To find out if the sun's idea helps him to win the wedding of his dreams, make sure you are subscribed to this podcast for tomorrow's episode. And if you're enjoying the story so far, please could you do a little thing for me? Please just take a few moments to write a short review of this podcast on your podcast player. Your reviews help other people to know the fun that can be enjoyed inside this podcast, which means you'll be helping us to spread that fun even further. Just look for a button on your podcast player that says "review," or maybe comment. Tap that and type away. Or if your podcast player lets you give us a heart or a star, or maybe many stars, that would be great too. Thank you ever so much. Right now, though. It only remains for me to say cheerio, and I hope to hear your story soon. So, cheerio, and I hope to hear your story soon.